0: This is a Federal News Network podcast.
1: The Army is changing its policies for soldiers who are pregnant or who have just delivered a baby. The move continues the Army's push to put its people first with better work-life balance. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni joins us with the latest and Scott what exactly is changing here?
0: This is really a pretty sweeping policy that is a culmination of six years of work it's a joint coalition between soldiers who brought some of their issues up to the higher ranks and then also the higher ranks just thinking about what soldiers need at this point so some of this includes convalescent leave for people who have lost uh, children uh, in the stillborn Uh, there are also people who just get more time after some sort of surgery like that, after a miscarriage, Uh, it really can vary from 7 to 42 days. Uh, Another thing is that people, after they have a child, can defer their professional military education without affecting their promotion. They'll have lactation accommodations provided in educational facilities and some training facilities. And also, pregnancy won't disqualify a soldier from graduating from school or having to leave a course or something like that. So, um, you know, these are all things that are really giving soldiers who are pregnant or have just had a child a lot more flexibility in their lives. One other thing I wanted to point out was that uh, soldiers will also, who have been pregnant or are postpartum, uh, won't have to be in part of the body composition test, which really regulates how much fat a soldier can have. But That's mainly because um, some women, when they're breastfeeding, uh, will need to keep a certain amount of fat to ensure that the breast milk does not you know, dry up or not become as nutritious as it needs to be. So uh, things where soldiers were really hurting themselves, uh, trying to ke- get in shape when they needed to not be in shape to protect their child.
1: So this goes way beyond then the maternity uniform question uh, to some pretty great lengths. And what was it like for women before this what did the army perceive they're fixing here or what do army women say they were experienced
0: yeah well there was one staff sergeant that we talked to her name was nicole pierce and she had a miscarriage in 2016 and she really what she said was she got two days to grieve and recover from her surgery which is basically uh, similar to an abortion where you have to take the the child out uh, that has been that has passed away so you know what she said was that you know she her whole life changed before her eyes can i just have a little more time. Her request was denied and she ended up having to take two weeks of chargeable leave to mourn the loss of the future family that she would have. Now these uh, soldiers will have at least some time for their emotions to talk with their spouses and spouses will also have this convalescent leave so that they can repair physically and emotionally. One other thing to point out is, you know, pregnancy is something that takes a toll on the body and women need time to recover from, from this major life event.
1: Sure. And we're speaking with Federal News Network Scott Massioni and at the top we said this is part of a larger Army plan for its people and work-life balance. What is the army doing otherwise here?
0: Well, there's many things the, the army's been doing. That is from taking away some additional duties from army soldiers in order to uh, give them some more time at home. It's uh, you know changing some of the things so that they can have longer hair or wear ponytails. Some people are able to paint their nails now to protect their nails for people who have brittle nails or just because they want to look nice. Some days, uh, you know, there's a million different things that they're changing all throughout the army and and the other. Services. Services as well, and the thought behind this is that if you give people uh, time to spend with their family or to feel more like themselves, then they'll want to stay in the military, and they can retain top talent. Uh, a couple other things that they've brought on are, you know, parental leave, longer parental leave, uh, leave for people who have adopted children. Uh, you know, really just things that uh, seem common sense in the private world that maybe not have have not made it into the the uh, more military world.
1: So some of the benefits that extend normally, say in the private sector. To spouses of those that have children, that is the non-physical aspects of having a child, extend to those spouses in the army now also.
0: Exactly. So if you're a soldier and you have a wife who is not necessarily in the military, or you're a dual uh, military family, then you have some of these these benefits. The other thing to take into account is that the army is trying to allow people just to have a family. So uh, Amy Kramer, the special assistant to the undersecretary of the army, said pregnancy is not an unhealthy negative malady. It's expanding one's family. And that's a natural thing. It's something that that is healthy and they want their warriors to undergo those life events. So, you know, people shouldn't have to feel like they're being punished for having a child and, and wanting to expand their family and be happy.
1: And did any of the officials for this program state that it would have anything to do with readiness or affect readiness in some manner?
0: Yeah, they really think this is going to actually help readiness. You know, many people would say, oh, well, you know, there's going to be people taking more time off, there may be more pregnant soldiers, something like that. Uh, really, what they said is that only about 0.6% of the full army force is pregnant at any one time, a very small amount. However, the effect that it has for over 180,000 women in uniform and for the 400,000 parents in the army is that in some point in their careers they're going to be in those shoes and they're going to remember that down the line and say, "Okay, well, you know, this this the army treated me well, I'm going to stay here, or the army will treat me well in the future if I have another child or want to have a child." And that's what they're really trying to grasp here.
1: And not standing that the supreme court has not actually rendered a vote but everyone is talking about this so-called draft of the intended vote on roe versus wade what is the military's position on abortion abortion services and could this change that at all do we know yet
0: yeah, this is slightly convoluted so under tricare and also under the military, abortions are not covered in the the insurance, and that's because the federal law basically uh, prevents that however uh, you know this convalescent period that are given is given to uh, soldiers may give them more time if they're uh, stationed at an area that is not allowing abortions to get to another state and take the time that they need to get the services that they need. Uh, You know, the Nicole Pierce, the the staff sergeant that we talked to, um, you know, she had to go through a, a, a surgery that really would have helped her from getting sick because she had, you know, a child, well, a a fetus that passed away uh, in, you know, inside of her. So, you know, this was something that she needed to get in order to keep her healthy. Uh, Another thing to take into account is that some women uh, may not want to get pregnant at certain times because, you know, they are in the military and want to keep their career on a certain trajectory. This is going to help with that in some ways, but it might not help completely. So um, the services have a lot to think about, and I'm sure they They won't be rendering much until there's an actual real decision uh, that's out at this point.
1: Federal News Network, Scott Massioni. thanks so much. Thank you. Check out his story. There's a lot there at federalnewsnetwork.com.
2: Hello, and welcome to the Lessons in Leadership podcast. I'm your host, Shane Canfield, CEO of WEPA, and today I'm thrilled to be joined by Melissa Bradley, the founder and managing partner at 1863 Ventures, an investment company focused on
3: She was a staunch advocate around rights for renters. Um, We were not in a financial position that we actually ever owned a home, uh, but she made sure that people who lived in various types of housing, we were in regular housing, the people who were in regular housing, public housing, she made sure that their rights were advocated for um, and really just always kind of looked out for, I'll, I'll use air quotes, the little guy, while although we were the little guy. Uh, And then I would say she was a huge advocate of older folks um, as part of her job. She worked during the week uh, in a full-time job and then cleaned houses on the weekend, but also took care of elderly folks and a staunch advocate for elderly rights. Um, So that was probably the, the first leader. And then I would say the second leader
2: as a company grows, WEPA is growing as well. And you are so spot on. We have, as, as leaders, we have to let go and trust those people that work for us and empower them to do their job and then let them roll. And that's not always easy.
3: Everyone loves buying holiday gifts, but the credit card hangover? Not so much. Well, Old Navy is outdoing even Santa with their prices this season. They have incredible prezzies for everyone on your list, like matching jingle jammies, statement-making coats, and the coziest sweaters. And Old Navy has tons of gifts for under 15 bucks, so you can buy yourself a little something, too. Sorry, not sorry. So pop by a store or visit OldNavy.com. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet.